what is groovy artichokes? Well, it's basically, um, I was at my, gr my grandfather's house, and I found this cookbook by Julia Keeney. And I, and I was looking through it, and I was like, this is really cool. I'm going to do a blog about it. And then mom's, I told my mom on the way home, and she said, that sounds like a great idea. You should talk to your dad. So I talked to my dad, and he thought it was a good idea, too. So we try, started to try and think of a name, so we finally found up. Came up with groovy artichokes. Groovy artichokes. Well, who is Julia Keeney? Julia Keeney? Oh, she was my great great or great. One of those. Yeah, one of those. Um, and I'm. She was my namesake also. I believe when she got married, her last name changed to Wolcott. Or was she originally Wolcott? She was originally Wolcott. Okay. And when she was married, she was she became Julia Keeney. And she wrote cookbooks for Westinghouse. Yeah, Westinghouse um, electric range stoves and mm -hmm. ovens. Mm -hmm. So which cookbook is it that you're going to go through first? Oh, we're going to go through Cooking with Boys and Girls, and it's um, one of the thicker cookbooks that she did. It's only about a centimeter thick, though. A centimeter yeah. thick cookbook, okay. So, the and what's in this cookbook? Mm -hmm. Well, there are a lot of tips, and I hope to do, um, every other week I'll do a tip on my blog, and then the weeks in between I'll do a meal from the cookbook, or a recipe like a cake or a pie. When, when was this cookbook written, if, if it was your great-great-grandmother? Uh, I think it was night, near, somewhere in the 1900s. In the 1900s? Mm -hmm. That was a long time ago. Yes. Um... And so, if it was when your grandfather was a kid, when he was ten, mm -hmm. it that it's puts it around the, the fifties. It's around nineteen fifties. I mean, how how is cooking different then versus now? Well, now we have a lot more um, high tech technologies, and I don't believe they had microwaves, which would make it easier to thaw ingredients, like when you're cooking green beans or cor frozen corn, um, the recipe calls that you need to thaw it for four hours, and if I just popped it in the microwave and clicked defrost, it would go a lot faster. Yeah, interesting. So those are the kinds of things that you'll, you'll kind of interpret yeah. for people? All right, we're back. Thank you. Um, we had to take a short pause to discuss why lunch meat was left out on the couch. Um, so we were talking about the um, the difference between recipes written in 1950 and 60 years later in 2011. Yeah. So how how are you going to change recipes and are there any other special considerations you oh have? yes um the fact that my mother and little sister are allergic to gluten and they're also lactose intolerant i will tweak the recipes a little bit so that they can eat okay. it more safely and probably not use as much bacon fat so you <laughs> my mother does not cook bacon oh okay so, so you'll make them uh, dairy-free and gluten-free? Yeah, and maybe a little bit healthier in some cases. Sometimes like healthier. maybe take down some of the lard consumption in the recipes. No. So, so what will you use instead of instead of lard, do you think? Crisco. 
microscope. Oh, okay. Well, see, okay, similar, <laughs> similar things. Um, all right. What you want to say? Um, I want to say that it's going to be awesome, and I hope that as many people as possible get to see all the recipes and stuff. So I really want to be able to share all these recipes to as many people as possible. And I think that I'll probably also put in the recipe in its original form. I might not cook that it that way, but I will definitely put the recipe in on my vlog so that people who are not gluten and lactose intolerant can eat the way they want to eat. Mm -hmm. And if they are, I may sometimes like maybe do an a, a nut-free one or something, mm -hmm. or an oh, egg-free. Okay. Like if one of them just happens to be egg-free or nut-free, I might put safe for people with allergens as the following. Da, 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 da. Okay. So what's your first what's the first recipe and did you have what kind of substitutions did you make or have you made already? Oh. Well, we found out that condensed tomato soup had wheat in it. So we had to, we bought some tomato paste, so we're going to try and make our own tomato soup. How did you know to use tomato paste and Oh, we looked at the ingredients on the can, and it said tomato concentrate, which was tomato paste and water, and then it had um, a bunch of chemicals that I really don't want to talk about. Sugar. And um, that's pretty much what we're going to put in, except for all the chemicals. So then you took the ingredients from the side of the can that you uh -huh. couldn't use that had wheat, and you decided that you could oh, corn substitute starch. that with cornstarch. Yeah, cornstarch. Corn okay. Cool. So you're gonna you're gonna recreate the tomato condensed soup yes. using cornstarch and sugar and water and tomato paste. tomato paste. Excellent. But well, I can't we well, well I can't wait to try your recipe. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be it's delicious. It's going to be um, tomato cheese macaroni with pear and grape salad. Sounds delightful. All right. Well, I'm sure everybody's excited to, to try it themselves. And too bad you can't just email slices of little, uh, little bowls of your macaroni and cheese <laughs> into the out to the, into the internet for everybody to try. <laughs> well, I bet in the future they will actually have like this little box that you can put stuff in, and mm -hmm. it'll automatically like it'll vaporize and then beam up to another planet. So. Share a birthday present with your best friends without having to use express mail, which would take eons. So, Julia, we just finished cooking um, your first recipe. Do you have any thoughts afterwards? Yes, I'm. I want to say that I liked how I didn't notice before, but the meal was completely vegan, and also that it really wasn't one of those meals that they had in the cookbook. It really wasn't that good for you with a bunch of lard or fat. So there's not really a lot I want to change. But in the cheese and tomato salad, we're going to try and do what the recipe book said next time and try, try doing it with cream of celery. And I think that some broccoli or peas or spinach, if you're eat spinach <laughs> or mushrooms would be could be popped in there maybe some hot sauce or something but and then also on the pear, pear and grape salad 
I really um think that maybe some Cool Whip in um instead of the cream cheese, some Cool Whip or some peanut butter. Those would probably be very good too. What? Why Cool Whip and peanut butter? Well, mostly because my little sister can eat them, and so can my mom. My mom, she just had some pear and grape salad with the cream cheese because she's not as um allergic as Arabella. But Arabella wouldn't be able to do that. So we need to still figure out something that Arabella can use. So Was the pear and grape salad easy to do? Yes, it was very easy. I found that it was easy. Because all you had to do was get the um, canned pears and cut the, and mix up the cream cheese and the mayo. And then you mix that all up. And then cut the grapes in half. Which I found a little bit tedious. But okay. And then we used lettuce leaf. For an edible garnish, the recipe called for grape font, grape leaves, but in the winter, they're proper. So, yeah. so that, that was fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. The tomato and cheese um, macaroni, it was a little bit more, it was a little bit tedious and a little bit, but well, good things, you have to wait. It's just the way it is. So it wasn't. So it was tedious, so it took yeah, longer it to make than you thought. a lot longer. What what made it take so long? Well, the fact that we cooked the macaroni, and we made the sauce, and then we had to put it together in a pan, and then bake it again. And the fact that it took almost half an hour to bake the macaroni in the sauce, and then you had to bake it for half an hour. So it took about an hour to make. Yeah, so it took pretty long. Okay. And the fact that I hadn't eaten. Oh, so you were hungry. Yes. So what What are your thoughts on how you cut things or measured things or poured things? Well, the recipe called for three ounces of cream cheese, and we didn't have a scale or anything. So we saw that the cream cheese package had, what was it? Um, 16. 16 ounces of cream cheese, so we halved that into eight ounces, and then we halved it again into four ounces. And since three ounces is just a little bit less than four, the cream cheese has already been eaten out of a little bit, so we took the smallest quarter, and that was about three ounces. Awesome. So you're eating your fractions. Yeah. Awesome. And the fact is, I'm also learning about fractions at school. Excellent. Excellent. Did you do anything today that you've never done before? Um, yes, I've cut grapes in half. Cut grapes in half? <laughs> anything, anything that, anything more dangerous than cutting grapes? I mean, cutting grapes in half with that big Oh, half. um, yeah. The, I was, I was the one who had the pot, pot holder, the pot full of boiling water and macaroni, and I got to dump it, but then I was blinded by the steam because I wear glasses. Was very so, how did you pour the water? Did you pour it towards yourself or away from yourself in the sink? Oh, I poured it towards myself, and that probably wasn't good. Okay, so if so, next time you might pour away yeah, from yourself. Pour away, definitely. And that way, you can kind of stand away from the steam. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. So we learned we learned a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, do we have a big mess in the kitchen to clean up? I wouldn't say that much of a big mess because we did clean up a little bit while we were going. Okay, well that's important. So yeah, um, so good. So we just have some the dishes we ate from and some of the dishes we cooked with, serving dish. Excellent. Big high five for this yeah. meal. Yeah.
It's a really good meal. All right, cool. High five. All right. Well, this was our first uh, our first interview, our first recipe, our first day working with uh, GroovyArtichokes.com. I want to say I hope that if you tried these recipes, feel free to do anything you want to with them. You do not have to stick to the recipe. You can add anything if you think it'll taste good. Like, I wouldn't recommend, like, putting something that wouldn't taste good, like... Chocolate. Yeah, chocolate like in chocolate your macaroni and cheese. in your macaroni. No, that probably wouldn't be. A or good like, idea. if you only had some lentils and macaroni, you could throw those together. It would probably be pretty good. But you know, don't do anything you will regret. <laughs> you will regret. Okay. All right. Regret. All right. Well, if you've got any comments or questions, uh, go ahead and leave leave your comments and questions and reply to the our blog post and share us with your friends uh, on Twitter and Facebook. We'll yeah. be happy to uh, hear from them too. Yeah, it'll be great. So we'll see. We'll see you next time. Hmm. Excellent. Okay. Well, this was uh, this was uh, Julia and her dad Brian, and um, we're signing off for our first boss. Welcome to. GroovyArtichokes.com See you later.